3: App Store or the Google Play Store today.
4: Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology. And help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now,
1: now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari from Skywire, and I'm joined by
0: Peggy Ann Salts at MobileGrove.com.
1: Thanks again for listening in this week. Uh, Also, thanks for liking our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mobilepresence. If you haven't done so, go ahead and do that and join the conversation there. And today she's brought us Mike Cohen, the VP and GM of North America Performance Advertising
5: at InMobi. Thanks for uh, coming on the show, Mike. Thanks for having me. Great to be here.
0: Well, as you said, Shahab, I brought Mike along, and um, there's a reason for that. First of all, I was at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, which is why I wasn't on the show recently, um, connecting with some great people in mobile but also uh helping to launch apponomics the insider's guide to a billion dollar app business that's a great title really gets people excited uh which is free to download it's a book that uh, I researched and wrote on behalf of InMobi in collaboration with InMobi and that's why Mike is our guest today to tell us uh, a little bit about the book and a lot about how people can make money with their apps so that's great. Uh, I won't take it away from Mike. That's sort of what we're going to focus on. So, um, Mike, why don't you start for people who just, you know, listening in? Um, tell us about Mobi first.
5: Sure. And Mobi is the, the uh, world's largest um, independent mobile advertising network. So, uh, what that means is that we have. A reach across the globe of about 750 million users that we're accessing through various apps on their phones. So let's say you have a news app or a sports app or a game that you play. Um, When there's ads being shown on there, they'll tap into our network and we'll kind of um, look for the right campaigns and the right advertisements to show that are targeted towards you. Um, And then... We work with a variety of advertisers that are looking to get their app downloaded um, and then we try to target them based on the users or the region um, or the type of uh, app that you have and targeting that towards the right user. Um, so we were founded about six years ago. Uh, we have over 900 employees of the company now um, across 17 different offices and um, you know, we're basically helping grow the app ecosystem
1: Hmm. And so is it uh, a lot of in-app advertising?
5: Yeah. Uh, so there's kind of two types um, of places where you would find advertisements. One would be in the actual app itself, and the second would be on, on a mobile website. So if you're looking at a new story mm-hmm. and you've clicked onto, you know, if you have an iPhone on your, your Safari browser, uh, you might see an ad there as well. Okay. And the location of the advertisements, whether it's in-app or web, um, really varies by region. So for the U.S., a majority of ads are actually in-app, but in you know, various countries around the world, um, apps are not as popular as web. Um, and sometimes if there's not smartphones, then web is kind of the, the only choice. So um, it kind of varies by country whether you see more ads in-app or That's whether you see it on mobile web.
1: And so, what are uh, your day to day duties at in Mobi?
5: Yeah, so um, I lead our, our North America app download business. We call that performance here. These are um, you know these are advertisers looking to get their app downloaded. So you can think of um, you know gaming companies that that you know have a new title that they're doing a big push for. Um, mm-hmm. And they want to advertise on other gaming apps, so people that they already know are interested in a certain type of game, whether it be a card game or what we call like a mid-core game or hardcore game, um, they want to find that right audience that really enjoys those types of games and then advertise to them. We also have um, quite a bit of you know, messaging apps, which uh, I'm sure everyone here has heard about the Facebook acquisition of, of WhatsApp. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, a variety of, of messaging apps that are out there, Um, you know about a handful of about five of them or so that really have huge reach about 200 million users or so and they're looking to grow as well so um, we work with the largest gaming messaging utility Um, those are some of the main verticals there's also retail and commerce Um, so any of those sorts of uh, companies that are looking to get more distribution of their apps and get their apps in the hands of more people
1: and so generally, do the companies have to have a big budget like some of these bigger clients, um, or is that not necessarily a, um, a requirement?
5: Yeah, it's not necessarily a requirement, um, and this is, uh, I think, where, where the Apponomics, uh book really comes in handy, is because, uh, you know, when we were working on this book uh, with Peggy, we, you know, took the approach of looking at everyone from sort of a small developer to, you know... a huge company um, and what the different strategies they they might want to take. Um, you know, one of the things, one of the strategies that some people take is spend a huge sum of money in the first few days and then try to get your um, app in the app store rankings at, at the top there. And you can see a lot of organic lift once you're in the top, say, 1 to 10 or top 25 of the app store rank- rankings and you get lift from there. Um, but there's a different sort of school of thought as well, which is that you want to find the users that actually you know matter the most to you. Um, so again, it depend- There's all you know. There's a whole range of different types of apps that are out there. Some are um, you know most of them are actually free apps, but they you know try to monetize either by ads or by in app purchases. a really depend- Yeah, in app purchases. So that could be anything from you know buying a few coins in a game to buying a monthly subscription service to news or you know, sports or, you know, security for your phone, uh, things like that. And so, um, you know, take, for example, you know, security for your phone to uh, some sort of, you know, like malware detection software. Um, They might not really care about having their app in the top 10 on the app store. They want to find the right users that are actually looking for that software that will actually convert to buy subscription in app. And so in that case, um, you might not want a huge budget to get in the app store rankings, but instead you'd spend that money to try to find the right type of user. are looking at audience profiles and demographics and other similar sorts of apps where they might be using a complementary type of apps. Um, and then you're looking for sort of the quality of users, not, not the quantity that you get um, by focusing on app store rankings.
0: I mean, that's the real point here, Mike, is that, you know, apps are a business. That's what comes across in the book, that, you know, that you look at things like, uh, um, uh, reach, but you also look at the audience, and you look at segmentation, and you think about lifetime value of the user, which is, which is something probably fairly, fairly new in the app space i mean do you get the feeling that there are um some do's and don'ts or some ways to sort of submerge yourself in this thinking first because it's absolutely not about just the download anymore
5: yeah i know the download i mean you see the majority of apps are um free and we call that you know freemium that you, you download the app for free um, but then you you pay for the service in-app uh, and again that there's a whole whole range of different types of uh, in-app purchases so to speak, um, and that could be from subscription or um, you know again game coins or you know getting to a different level in, in a game um, and you know the the games are definitely uh, you know they're they're free to download but they, their goal is not to just you know have their game played for free um, you know the percentage of uh, users that you know do or conduct in in-app purchase um, is relatively small, but the game can be you know, profitable overall. So, for example, King.com, which recently um, uh, filed to, to go public, released um, you know, quite a bit of detail about their you know, game Candy Crush, which is one of the most popular, if not the most downloaded game. Um, and I think there's somewhere around 5 to 10% of the users that are purchasing um, in-app uh, products. And that might might be um, you know certain you know candy canes or whatever it is to get to to the next level, but they're able to, to monetize a small percentage of those, um, and then that helps kind of subsidize the the cost of the, of the game itself. Um, and then you know th- these gaming developers also have the option to show ads as well. So you know you can have basically no ads at first, and if the person um, makes an, an in-app purchase, then um, you don't show ads at all. But if within you know, five uses or 20 uses, they are not, you know, purchasing anything in the app, then you can begin to show ads as well and try to monetize uh, that way.
0: So it's really a question of like looking at the audience and figuring out, okay, a small percentage is maybe going to buy something if I have anything to offer in the first place, but also sort of um, maybe then monetize, you know, the mass audience with, with advertising, look at a small percentage with, with in-app purchases. That's sort of the approach I'm hearing here. Is that what's you're, you're telling your clients and, and telling people who ask in Mobi for
1: advice?
5: Yeah, you know, exactly. It's basically uh, your choice. And some, some developers um, that are more sort of like bottom line focused, they might want to show ads kind of right at the outset. You know, uh, others will, will take their time and see if the, users can monetize through an in-app purchase first, and then at a later point, show them ads. Um, But yeah, it just varies depending on what the needs of each app developer uh, would be.
1: Okay, great. Well,
5: we're going to take a real quick break here. Uh, When we come back, uh,
1: again, we've got Mike Cohen as a guest today, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
4: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
2: are many things we would love to catch catching the final out of a baseball game,
4: and that's the ball game.
2: reeling that big catch of the day or catching a ride home taxi
4: Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com.
2: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand, anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel,
0: only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
4: Mobilizing your marketing efforts... Welcome back to Mobile Presence on Webmaster Here are your hosts.
1: Welcome back to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. My name is Shahab Zagari from Skywire.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from MobileGroove.com.
1: Again, with Mike Cohen, VP and GM uh, uh, in Mobi's North America Performance Advertising uh, Division. Uh, or is it a division or is it a de- department? I, mean, I know you said there's 900 employees now. I don't, I'm not sure how it's structured.
5: Yeah, it's it's a division. So in the U.S. we have about 120 employees here.
1: Hmm. Okay. Now I want to touch on something you were saying earlier. So, uh, you know, the goal now is not app downloads, but it's who is downloading the apps, Um do you think it's because they're looking for the specific type of people that would make an in-app purchase, or is it a numbers game, and if they get a billion downloads, they know at least 10% of them will do in-app purchases? Wh- which do you think it is?
5: Again, I think it really depends on uh, what the app is. So with gaming, you know, the, more, the, more, the higher quantity of users that you have, the more likelihood uh, is that you'll find some that'll conduct in-app purchases, um, but if you have sort of a niche app, and I'm thinking like utilities or retail or commerce, um, you know, it doesn't do any good if you have an app out there for you know shopping, for example, and there's there's no purchases made through the app. So then right. you really want to find the the quality users, and um, that's kind of where you dig into some complicated uh, ad servers where you look at different audience segmentation um, and you know, user profiles. So as I mentioned uh, in the first segment, we have um, about 750 million unique users on our network. Uh, again, these are users that we're seeing on the various apps that are um, you know, on our network that come to us to look for ads. Um, but what, what kinds of
1: data do you have on them, though, other than username?
5: Yeah, we actually don't even have, have a username, but we have the, the, the device ID so, so um, we might see the same user uh, looking for sports scores, but we might also see them playing a casual game such as you know, Candy Crush. Um, and then we have data on where the phone is. And again, this depends on what sort of data we're getting from the publisher, so from the app developer where they've requested an ad from us. But we might know their zip code or their lat long, so we can infer from that that um, they have a certain... You know, household income or certain like demographic background that could be of interest to a certain you know retail provider or certain utility provider. Um, and then we have um, again we have so many, we have about thirty thousand apps on our network that are looking for ads from us. So as we collect data from all these different you know publishers that send us this data, we're building you know a user store that allows us to do this targeting so that the ads that they seek from us are the most relevant. Um, and then that the advertisers are finding the users that are most likely to convert to be yeah. um, oh, you know good users for, for them as well. That's pretty amazing. I wanted to give kind of one quick statistic because um, uh, you know uh, I, I mentioned in the first segment that um, we're the largest independent ad network. What that means is we're basically second to you know Facebook, where they actually own their own you know inventory. Um, but uh, just as a reference. Reference Facebook's um, unique mobile smartphone reach is about 800 million users. So we're about 750 million. So you can, we're basically huh. um, right, right close on the to heels the size, uh, of Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then of course, you know, not not all people are spending you know 100 of their time of their on their phones on Facebook. Um, so so we try to get them when they're engaged in you know, some other things like maybe checking um, stock quotes or playing games or looking for you know, movie times and things like that where we think we, users might be engaged to try to look for new apps. And then, of course, the app developers are coming to us because they want to find reach and the, the, the distribution for their apps as well.
0: As, as you say, they're coming to you. Um based on that, could you perhaps share an example of either a bit of a case study showing some real results or or maybe at the other end of the scale, maybe just talk about what their gripes are and, and how you've maybe um, helped them solve them?
5: Sure. So I can't give any names out on, uh, you know, here. Um, okay. But uh, I guess in terms of, you know, the two types of customers that come to us, um, there's app developers that already have, uh, you know, the distribution that they need, but they're trying to monetize their app, right? So they have, you know, 90 to 95% of the users that are not making in-app purchases and they want to find, you know, a different way to make their app profitable. So they'll come to us and say, you know, what's a user-friendly way that we could show ads um, and, you know, try to monetize the app? And essentially they'll sell us inventory, which is the term that we use when they're sort of of a, you know white space um where they, they want to show an ad and you know the typical sort of you know banner ad that it flashes at the bottom of a game um that's sort of you know like a legacy sort of thing that we hope goes away soon the types of ads that we're doing now are you know native ads so if you're looking in sort of a news feed um and uh uh, you know, whether it might be news or sports scores that you'd see a segment, um, you know, a little box there that you kind of scroll up through uh, as opposed to something flashing or blinking. But we want to make it contextually relevant um, and also, you know, uh, physically you know, appealing so that it's not, not disruptive to the experience of the user. There's also something called interstitial. And um, you might be familiar with that from, say, you're playing a game and you, you know, switch from level one to, to level two. Uh, On the screen in between, you might see sort of a full-page ad that shows up briefly um, that might be an advertisement for a different sort of similar game from the same publisher or, you know, different publisher that has uh, a very similar sort of game. And then um, some of the new formats that are coming out, um, there's, you know, video uh, that would show up, you know, between, you know, maybe pre-roll. So if you're looking at a video and want to watch a news clip, and then, then, you know, previous to that, you might see a 10-second video clip. Um, and then there's other formats, you know, within native. So you can have something from, say, for example, you know, you're in a game and then you want to add, um, you know, wings to your, your character. You can do that via, you know, Red Bull. Um, and so things that are kind of less in- intrusive and more native to the game, hence the name native ads. Hmm.
0: So what are you seeing in, in the in the ad formats? I mean, there's a lot of new ones coming, as you said. Um, the native ads gaining gaining some real traction. Um, banner, legacy, um, interesting that you say. You know, it would be great if they sort of fade away in, 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 on that note. Um, any sort of movement in there between the formats?
5: Yeah, I mean, so we're definitely seeing a lot of movement away from Banner. I think uh, mm-hmm. you know, interstitial is pretty popular. Um, you might see that, again, uh, between levels of a game or reading different news stories. You might see a full-screen ad sort of you know, pop up and that tends to have higher click through rate and, you know, higher engagements because you're not distracted by, by the other stuff on the page, but it's also a pretty quick format. So, uh, you don't see it throughout the experience of the main reason you're using that app. Um, and that really became popular, I'd say about, you know, a year to two years ago. Um, so we see less and less banners, more, more interstitial, but I think the main area that you'll see, uh, growing now is native. Um, and it's funny because in the TV and radio world, um, you know the concept of you know native ads has basically been, you know, including it in the actual programming itself. So during you know American Idol to advertise for AT and T or Coke, um, it's sort of a similar thing. But during the you know app, the game that you're playing or the news that you're reading on the app, that it's more native to that as opposed to something totally separate or a, a banner across the bottom.
1: So something that um, actually connects with the news story, right? Kind of. Okay. That's interesting.
0: So what is, what is the user experience just briefly? Cause we're about to go to break, but so what am I seeing? Is it like this app is, it, do I, do I see the look and feel also of the app or am I just seeing just, uh, you know, this is brought to you by sort of thing.
5: Uh, um, I, mean, I think the most popular, um, you know, case study of, of a native ad would be the Facebook newsfeed. Um, so that would be, you know, you're scrolling through Friends updates and there's an ad um, in that actual news feed itself as opposed to a banner that's kind of blinking at, at the bottom. Um, and, and then that news, that, sorry, that advertisement is relevant to the news that you're reading. So if you're scrolling through um, sports stories, you'd have, uh, you know, potentially an ad for a sports app that lets you track fantasy football, for example. So you're trying to find the right user demographic. Um, but it's not something that's really intrusive to the user. It goes with the user flow, but also contextually relevant as well. Let's see here.
1: just trying to think of uh, any other questions before we go to break here. It's coming up. It's um, hard to do
0: it in one minute, so why don't we really just – It really
1: so is. We'll, hard. We'll, yeah, we'll go to
0: break. Can, can, um, I was going to say, why don't you just say we'll go to break and what's coming up next, and then that will end okay. it.
1: Yeah, so what we're going to do, we're going to round out the show. Don't go anywhere. Um, We'll, uh, you know, we've picked Mike's brain, but hopefully at this point.
4: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to
3: our sponsors. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the
5: competition.
4: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to That's RADIO to for Moby Mantis.
1: Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour.
3: You're already done for the
1: day? yeah because i use certified their ppc tools
3: literally save me hours every day how do you keep on top of all of google's new features easy
1: with certified knowledge their interactive learning modules keep me up to date and if there's something i don't know i can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the google help files
3: great i'm ready to expand my knowledge
6: Fired
4: Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Our host, Gordon Rudell, will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Fired Up with Gordon Rudell, on demand anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts.
1: Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. My name's Shahab Zagari from Skywire.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from MobileGroove.com.
1: And Again, we have Mike, Mike Cohen with us today. Sorry, Peggy, go go for it.
0: I was going to say, yeah, we, we have Mike Cohen and... and uh... From Inmobi, And I thought maybe that's where we left off before the break, just uh, going through some of the top level um, do's and don'ts, maybe a, maybe a top three for topic, which is apponomics, you know, how to make money with your app, the insider's guide to a billion dollar app business. Mike, do you want to just try three do's or don'ts for us before we really look at what Inmobi is all about?
5: Well, limiting it to three is very tough. Um, Okay. I would say know your audience. Um, So know how you want to monetize your audience. Um, Do you want to monetize them through in-app purchases or through premium subscriptions or through advertisements? Um, You know, figure out the strategy in terms of uh, how you want to um, go about, you know, addressing your audience so you know how to, you know, build the right business model around it. Um, And then... I think in terms of you know marketing approach and trying to get reach, um, you know once you kind of know the right audience that you're trying to find, pick the right partner that has the right um, scale and the right you know user reach, so you can find um, the exact right user. You want to spend sort of less money targeting the users that you don't really need, Um, and so typically the um, you know partners that you go with uh, that have the right reach and the right data on the different users on their network, um, can sort of hone in on the targeting and make your, your marketing dollars more well spent. Um, and then, uh, three, I would just say, you know, in, 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 terms of keeping your, um, user audience engaged, make sure that there's constant updates to your app and that there's new content for them to, to go to. Um, you'll see in various games that, you know, users kind of stagnate if they can't get past a certain level. Um, so you want to make sure that there's, you know, room there to try to re-engage the audience, um, and, you know, having content updates is a good way to do that.
1: That's great. And uh, what was the URL for the Aponomics
5: download? I believe so the, that is yeah. Sorry, go
1: ahead.
0: I was going to say, uh, the Aponomics book, I'm going to do just a little bit of, um, you know, shameless plug here, but I'm so pleased <laughs> with it. it. It really is, of, of all the 10 books I've written to date, um, you know, it is the one that's 300... 30 pages, um, but really great to, to read, really easy to read and, and to breeze through to, to read what you want. And it's all at uh, inmobi.com forward slash aponomics, which is A-P-P-O-N-O-M-I-C-S. So
1: you just go awesome. there,
0: free to download, and uh, and you're off. That's
1: great. And Mike, how can our uh, guests get a hold of you uh, if they wanted to, um, you know, essentially
5: contract uh, InMobi to help them out? Um, you can email me directly. My email address is mike at inmobi.com. So a pretty simple email address. Uh, InMobi is spelled I-N-M-O-B-I. Um, or you can visit our website at inmobi.com, and there's some uh, form fills on there that can get you in touch with the team here.
1: Great. Well, they should go to inmobi.com anyway to get the Aponomics book. Um, (laughs) So hopefully they'll shoot an email off there. Uh, And yeah, and Peggy, how can uh, the listeners get a hold of you?
0: Uh, I'm over at mobilegroove.com and also on Twitter at Peggy Ann, Peggy, and then A N N E. And uh, on top of that, uh, also going to be a lot of doing a lot of blogging, a lot of writing, a lot of top tips taken from the book um, at some website properties, including over at the Inmobi blog as well.
1: Beautiful. Uh, and You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari, Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Uh, you can also visit assuranceadvertising.com to see uh, our full portfolio. Uh, But again, uh, thank you for listening in. Uh, Thanks for liking our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mobilepresence. Don't forget you can search for The Mobile Presence Show on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, as well as listen to the show on the Webmaster Radio app, uh, available for download on the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again uh, for joining us for Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. Don't forget, every minute is mobile. So make every minute count. We'll see you next week.
3: This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network we welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm The opinions expressed on this program